So another week in Indyland. We've made it to episode three. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Not too bad. Glad it's Saturday. Um, although a bit depressed right now after the, the game we've just watched. Uh, but we'll yeah, just uh, we'll talk about that a bit later, I think. So thoughts we on last some? week. Oh no, well we you know, actually we might we might tail that off the end yeah. actually. Just we'll, finish just finish it. Just finish it here. Just finish it all here, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, that prop might as well just uh, hang up now, to be honest. <laughs> cool. So, so um, thinking about last week, what did you think? Have you listened back? Yeah, it was difficult, though. The sound quality wasn't good. And again, I have to apologise for that. I think it was my end. It just wasn't very good. But hopefully I've rectified that now. Uh, to be honest, I didn't realise how bad it was until I listened back afterwards. But we did know it was quite bad. Um, but... We decided to to press ahead anyway, and because the thing is, like, and I tried to allude to this when I was uploading it, um, we just want it to be a conversation. We don't want to be doing double takes and stuff like that and re-recorded to get it perfect because that isn't what it's about. So no, um, it's much, sorry, it's much better when it's natural, isn't it? I think. Yeah, definitely. Than, like, say, keep doing take after take after take. Just yeah, just like a catch up. So uh, so we thought that the the actual. Uh, authenticity of the podcast was more important than the sound issues and you could probably get past the sound issues if the content's hopefully good enough so but we're learning every week this is only the third one and I realized afterwards this is crazy so the first week um, I sounded really far away uh, and I realized I didn't have my mic on uh, so um, and I was using the uh, my laptop mic so that's probably why the quality went then Um, but last week when I listened back all I could hear was this and I asked you, were you clicking a pen all the way through that? And then I looked down and there's a pen on my desk. And I was doing it and I didn't even realise. It's just these little things that you pick up when you listen to yourself. It's crazy. I know, so, you was throwing ac- accusations at me and I didn't even have a pen. I know, but you, I think you were pencil tapping though. <laughs> yeah, I was so, pencil uh, tapping to be fair. Yeah. So, yeah, we both learned our lesson. <laughs> we have, yeah, yeah. And obviously you can't do anything about the connection really, apart from banning everyone else from using the internet. Um, but I think um, you've got a new mic now, so we're working on the same system. So hopefully that makes it a little bit better this week. But um, yeah, but I think we've learned learned from those technical glitches. But we've still got an awful long way to go. I mean, we're we're, we're complete rookies at this, so um, I think we just need to be a bit kinder to ourselves about it. So, uh, but saying that, in terms of the feedback, it's been even better this week. I think. I mean, we were really worried sending it out last week. And uh, I kept saying to you, what do we want to do? Do we want to keep going with it? Do, you know, or, or just get it up there? And I uploaded it and hope for the best. And we've had some amazing feedback from new people and um, some familiar faces. So uh, Carl Pilkington's been in touch. Our Carl Pilkington, <laughs> yeah, not the it? Carl Pilkington. So, <laughs> so if you remember last week, right, uh, I was probably uh, a bit bit harsh on him because he gave us some really good feedback the week before, but I commented on the surprise in his voice. So I got a voice note left for me in a week, uh, backtracking, saying that it, it it wasn't meant offensively, and uh, the 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 surprise in his voice. This is what he his words, not mine. The surprise in his voice was that um, he listens to a lot of podcasts and professionals, and he said that he genuinely doesn't hear 
professional one's as good as our as our, as our one, right? And uh, you know, I'm not too. It was very nice of him to say, um, but he. I don't believe that. I think he's generally genuinely surprised that we can come up with uh, something half decent, you know. So uh, I said, I basically he thought we were morons, and he's just discovered we're not. So uh, <laughs> yeah. so he's backtracked. But anyway, no. It, to be fair, he did give us some really nice feedback and. We've had we've had loads of good feedback from friends and um, people that don't know us as well. Um, so you know we've had a few messages this week. I saw a hilarious message last night on Instagram, um, which I could relate to. So someone said that we're now their best friend at work. Uh, they're, they're the two new best friends at work, sort of thing. So and um, I get that right because I've been working at home for a year. And all I do is listen to podcasts. So I think like my best friends at home or my work friends are Michael Imperioli and Stephen Tripper. Cause I listen to the Sopranos podcast a lot. I listen to Ramesh Ranganathan and Tom Davis's one, the Wolf and Owl one. So I feel like um, almost like I know them because you end up getting into the conversations. It's really strange. So I do get that, yeah. but I thought it was quite funny to say. So we're invading people's workplaces now. So, but it's just strange. Podcasts have changed, haven't they, over the past 12 months? Because, I mean, I only ever used to uh, listen to them when I was driving to and from work. And uh, obviously, I haven't been doing that. So, it's now in my house all the time. So, yeah. So, um, cool. It's, so it's, it's good It's good to hear all that. And thanks. And just keep sending you feedback in. And even if it, even if it's bad feedback, we'll we take it and take, take note of it and try and improve. Yeah, um, we're, we're, we're big boys. We could take it. <laughs> we've had a couple of suggestions actually which have been good suggestions so um you know and it wasn't all positive so but we have taken it on board um just around the structure and things like that and we are aware that we you know we, we've tried to structure it a little bit more get a bit more discipline um but it's just we're just having a go we're just it's just it's just having a bit of a laugh with it and all that at the moment so let's see what happens so but yeah uh, we, we, we're overwhelmed by the feedback we've had and you know these the, these people don't need to say this stuff to us but they've taken the time to to say that so um makes you feel like you're doing a good job at least or at least trying to do a good job so thank yes, you it's much it, yeah thank you it's much appreciated to the feedback and keep you like i say keep giving us it tell your friends about us if, if you think they're enjoy it and uh we're, we'll keep coming back hopefully yeah that's the thing to so spread the word a few people are putting in their stories and stuff on instagram and that sort of stuff and that sort of stuff really helps because um we you know we're quite confident we've got enough to talk about but what you know what we want to build confidence with is getting people to listen to it because there's a lot of people out there that will never have obviously heard of us so uh, we don't have the luxury of being famous and stuff like that to be able to sell it so it's going to be it's going to be a long road to, to get it out there uh, but it is we're getting a lot of listens already it's far so, 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 is that the word? Surpassed our expectations. Surpassed, yeah. Surpassed, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's cool. This it's gone really well so far. And it's grown, so, hasn't it? It's it's grown in the the two weeks. So, so the first week was okay, and then the second week it's grown with with more listeners, which is it's lovely actually. So hopefully that keeps keeps going from from all over the place as well. We've got a few listeners in. I saw we have one in Spain. Did you see that? Really? You get you get a breakdown of where your listeners are listening from, and uh, it tells you what platform they're listening on. And uh, who who the hell is listening in Spain? I, I don't know anyone in Spain. I don't think. 
Oh, so yeah thank you we're, we're international podcasters now and we've had a few from america as well which is good but that's you know uh, i think there's a mutual respect uh, across the ponds about music musical taste and stuff like that so so that helps i do think yeah. actually before we actually move into the podcast properly we need to address the situation that you will see on the the picture of our, our recording so uh, we didn't communicate before this and we're we're wearing a uniform so we're both wearing the same top, exactly the same. Uh, Fred Perry, Pete Polo. So uh, we thought about getting changed, but what's the point? We're, we're not going anywhere. So uh, so you've got us wearing our our uniform and a bit of product placement for Fred Perry as well. So there you go. It would have been hilarious if it was a night out and we both turned up wearing it. Well, <laughs> this is the thing. So yeah, we 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 plan in the, when we're allowed back because I I think another thing people don't realise that we're not in the same room. I think they think that we're together, but obviously we're not allowed. So uh, mm. it's completely over Zoom at the moment. So which is what chucked up the technical issues last week. So, but anyway, yeah. So when we're uh, when we're allowed to be in the same room and everything, we're going to try and do one prior to a barbecue or something like that because I think that would be a you know interesting with a few beers and stuff. So, uh, so yeah. So what we got this week? What we kick it off with? Uh, so I put out a question earlier in the week, and it was bands that you haven't seen that you would like to see or you are going to see this year. Cool. And what, uh, what have we there, got? So there was a few answers. There was uh, Fleetwood Mac come up a couple of times, DMAs, Blossoms, uh, the Snuts. It was a, yeah, cool. There was a, there was a, there was a lot of answers there's on quite, that. So yeah, just quite a few. Yes, yeah, just picking a few of them. So who who would you choose? So right, Fleetwood back. Um, I think we'll talk about them a bit later because I want to have a bit of a uh, talk about them. Um, but the so what do we say? DMAs. So DMAs. We uh, were a little bit cheated, weren't we, at Finsbury Park because they supported Liam Gallagher a couple of years ago. Yeah. And anyone that was there would have. Well, they're probably still in that queue for the bar. So <laughs> so long story short, anyone that wasn't there. Um, Something happened. Apparently, the official uh, statement was that they that they lost a whole bar tent. You know, that, that they, they used agencies and a whole workforce. They, they was cross wires and they didn't turn up. So, the queues for the bar were just ridiculous. Probably about an hour long, and that's no exaggeration. So, like we, we, yeah, well, we it did us a favour because we'd been in the pubs beforehand, and it was a hot day, so we did actually sober up in that time. But uh, but we missed a lot of the support. And um, DMAs, we could hear them, but we couldn't really watch them. Wolf Alice were there the, that day as well. We were all right with them because we'd seen them the week before supporting the Foo Fighters. Um, but the, yeah, DMAs. So we could hear them, um, but I feel like we're a bit cheated with them. So I definitely wouldn't mind going to watch them again. Um, no, I wouldn't. So, um, but yeah, so that's a good shout. Um, what do we say? Blossoms. Well, we'd be cheated out of Blossoms as well in the past. And that's our own fault because... Uh, They've supported, uh, I think they supported Stone Roses and a couple of other bands we've been to see in the bigger gigs. And uh, we've decided that we'll stay in the pub. Uh, we keep meaning to go and then we get we stay in the pub till we absolutely have to leave. Um, and do you know what? It was really annoying because that when they supported Stone Roses, definitely they did a, they did a couple of good covers and stuff. They covered Oasis, I think, and we missed it. And just because, you know, it happens, doesn't yeah. it? Well, it happens to us. Yeah. yeah, that's it because we just get greedy and stay in the pub. Um, from what I, when I spoke to people at that Stone Roses gig, the Blossoms were meant to be bloody excellent. 
Yeah. So that's even more annoying. So we will rectify that and go and see them. Yeah, at some definitely. Point. Definitely. Um, what else would we? Oh, so the snuts. Yeah. So actually, so I'll just turn that around a little bit. So who would mine be? So when we went into lockdown last year, uh, in about a year ago, nearly a year ago now. So I, get, I, I sort of re-engaged with music again massively because what else was there to do so i picked up the guitar constantly had the radio on and stuff like that um but then I list of groups that i wanted to see that I hadn't seen before um so one of them was james in fact james was the um the top of my list uh so and there was news this week about neighborhood weekender that a bit of controversy but ian brown's decided that he's not going to do it uh not going to get drawn on the like our opinions on that or anything like that but it was replaced he was replaced with james now selfishly we've seen ian brown loads of times seen the stone roses so then when james came up that was probably more attractive to us so we've booked tickets um so with regard to the snuts that was mentioned there they're there as well aren't they so we've only bought saturday tickets because obviously we've got a long way to travel and stuff like that and we, we had to do a, do a toss-up between the Saturday and the Sunday. And I think the fact that James is there, and I put Sam Fender on my list as well, because um, I didn't really like him much at first, but he's grown on me an awful lot. So um, I think he'll be really cool live. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's coming up. But have you got any that you want to see that you... Uh, 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 I'm probably... We, we've, we've probably seen the same sort of bands and missed the same sort of bands because we've always been going to gigs together if that makes sense so yeah Fleetwood Mac would be be on my list um there's a guy that's down um he's down Folkestone at the least Cliff Hall he's a local venue to us uh called Paul Carrick he oh, of course yeah 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 so he's been he's been in bands uh like Mike and the Mechanics Ace Squeeze those, those sort of bands and he's, he's sort of on his own and he does all of those songs and it, it, he's really good and I, I just think it'd be nice to see him yeah I'll, yeah. Talk, I'll talk a little bit more about him later as well I think because he's really saying that about squeeze right it's funny the amount of groups or artists that we see particularly in our area and they're all in squeeze they're on their own and you find out they've all been in squeeze yeah yeah fragmented completely but it's good artists but yeah of course um Going, going back to um, Neighbourhood Weekender, one of our mates is, is coming with us. He, he lives up that way, so I'll, I'll give him a text earlier in the week. And uh, I said to him, James and Sam Fender are there. <laughs> and he he was like, who? So I'm, I'm hoping he thinks oh. they're a, a, a brother act or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 like a duo. Yeah, the yeah, Fender brothers, James and Sam. We'll tell him that as well. Because yeah. he's not like to give a bit of background on him. He's not that into music particularly, is he? I mean, he can, he can take it or leave it. He's thinks football, like so. Um, you know, he, he go, he's got a season ticket at Arsenal and stuff. But music, he, I mean, he, he has been to gigs with us and stuff. I remember he pretended to be a Pete Doherty fan uh, yeah. to, to basically to get on a night out. But to be fair to him, he, he's moved because obviously we're down in Kent and he's up there, which is a couple of hundred miles away. So he, why wouldn't he? It's a chance to catch up and have a bit of a piss up and all that. So it's um, it. it should be good, but I'm really looking forward to it. I'm worried about it already, though, to be honest, right? Because I really want to see James, right? And I'm obviously they're headlining. I'm worried that we're not going to make it, or I'm worried that we're <laughs> going to be too drunk and not a member of Thing. And the thing is, right, with Tim Booth, he's 61, so he ain't going to be going touring much much longer. I mean, it's 
um, you know, or he won't be what he was sort of thing. So it's quite important that we see them as they are now sort of thing. So, but we're going to get the train and we'll have to leave here early on that Saturday morning, just drinking on the train and all that sort of stuff. We've got yeah, to try to avoid it. I remember we went to Leon uh, about five years ago now, actually. And we got a Eurostar from where we live and that was at seven in the morning and started drinking it's about half seven in the morning. We'd had a croissant and then we got on the beer. We we added ourselves to a certain point, but we're, yeah, we we're in bed by eleven at night. So um, <laughs> we saw. So I really don't want to do that. We've got to really try, particularly as we've not been out for ages properly. And I, we had two misfired attempts at going out between the lockdowns last year, and they just ended mm. up in disaster. So uh, so <laughs> yeah, we've got this- to really we've got to get some training in when we're allowed um, to survive that gig. Um, I, I think we'd be all right, and it'd be nice to to be able to see them, and then maybe go out in Warrington after. I mean, I don't know anything about it, so if there's anyone uh, out there that's listening from Warrington, let yeah. us know if there's if there's somewhere to, or if you've been to Warrington, or if you've got a nan or a granddad or something you want. Anything, anyone with anything to do with Warrington, <laughs> let us know if there is anything to do after I don't know eleven half eleven at night. I'm just thinking, actually, say that about their nans. Could could we potentially scrounge a roast dinner the next day off of someone's <laughs> nan in Warrington? <laughs> but um, but I think a few of you are going anyway. We keep seeing on Instagram that a few of you are going, so um, we may bump into you. We've gone VIP just because we're going for one day, so uh, why not? You know, but I, we, we'll probably regret it, and it'd probably be you know not something we should have done. We should have got you know just to bought the normal tickets, but who cares? We can, I'm sure we can get back into the other bit. So, um, yeah. so yeah, cool. I can't wait to be honest. Like, um, it was quite a random thing. Like, literally, we looked at it and then we said, "Ah, oh, that looks really good." Like, normally, obviously, we go to gigs near to us, and we have travelled the country and, and into Europe to see bands and stuff. But, but for festivals and stuff like that, we sort of take what we can get in London. Um, but that one, we just we looked at it within two hours. We booked it, booked a hotel and that sort of stuff. It was a bit random. But I think at the moment we haven't got much choice. You know, there's not. There's, we haven't got the luxury of trying to find a, a local festival. Uh, do you know what? The lineup's brilliant. I think it's got a real good mix of old, you know, sort of stuff from the 90s and then um, new up, new and up and coming bands. And I had a little listen to the Snuts, actually, and I've heard a few of their songs a, a, a few times. Uh, I'm gonna, we, we've got to go watch them. I know they're on quite early in the afternoon. We've got to make sure we get there for them, I think. And there's a few, um, there's like, like the Coral, Reverend and the Makers and all that that we've seen over the years so many times. But they're, they're always good. Good to sit down and have a beer too, aren't they? So, oh, yeah, they are. I, f- I think the Snuts have got an album out this month as well at some point, whether it's already out or it might be out in the next week. Or so. I've read something like that. So that would be good get, to give that a listen. They're getting popular quick, is for, for what yeah, I'm saying. They are. They're getting yeah. really big really quickly. So, um, so they'll Where be are good. Where they from? Do you know? They're Scottish, aren't they? They're Scottish? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think they are, yeah. Yeah, they are the, Scottish. So, um, yeah, that's quite a good connection for me because my all my family live up there and all that. So uh, I think they're from um, West Lothian, which is sort of near Edinburgh way, that sort of way. And a lot of my family are from Stirling and Falkirk way. So a little bit of a connection there. Not, not that I sound very Scottish. Englishman born in the Scottish family, to be honest. I'm definitely English. But um, no, that, they'll be good. I think um, I'll, you just get with some bands, right? You get a feeling that you've, we might catch them 
at the right time and then literally they'll be huge. They could even be huge yeah. by then. Do you know what I mean? Like we've, yeah, yeah. we've got in quick here with them. So uh, there's been a few bands like that over the years and we've seen them sort of load down the lineup. And by the time you get to the lineup, they're huge. And sometimes they get moved up. But I hope I hope it's kept sort of fairly low key. Yeah, um, that's that's sort of what happens with Royal Blood for me when I went to see them. They, I booked it when they were, they were small and then they just exploded and they obviously done that small gig 300 people or whatever and it was it was brilliant so yeah we might yeah, yeah. yeah lucky sometimes that's it cool so uh yeah thanks for sending in your answers to that all the when you when we ask these questions we do get a lot of responses actually but we really appreciate it because it gives us something to talk about um you know we do talk about it off air as well so um when people send us questions for me we like oh, something good to think about uh, so I'm using technical jargon now. I just said off air, like I'm a radio DJ. So, <laughs> yeah. so, You're a disc but, uh, jockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. So uh, we wanted to put a little bit of a filler in this week, which was probably not music connected. Um, so we're going to have, like, I don't know whether we're going to try and get like a regular thing going with something like this or, or not. I don't know. We obviously try new things all the time. So we're going to talk about pet hates, right? And it's nothing to do with music. But pet hates, I'm sure we've all got them. I've got loads of them, actually. Um, I'll get more as I get older. Um, my standards are very high as I get older in silly little things. So um, what's your pet hate? Mine is, oh, there's so many, isn't there? Yeah. And I, do you know what? I'll get pissed off quite easily as well. So it's, it's not, yeah. it's not yeah. hard to annoy me. Uh, I'll just pluck a couple out. When you when you sh- you're out shopping, like clothes shopping or walking down the high street or whatever, and you're walking behind someone and they just stop, they just stop. No, no spatial awareness. <laughs> yeah, and you know, to stop and maybe point at something. You just walk into the back of them or just stop for I don't know. Look on their phone. Yeah, they don't know that anyone else is around them. It, it really annoys me. Just to interject now, I've got to get this out actually because this happened to me today, but it wasn't the same scenario. Just driving to Dobby's to go to the butcher's thing there. Someone's walking down the car park, looking to their side, laughing to themselves. And I'm just sitting there. I'm driving towards them and I'll just stop. And then she looks at me. She's walking towards me down the middle of the road, hasn't seen me, looks at me and laughs and walks off. These people. (laughs) Maybe she's listening to our podcast. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, but uh, well, c- carry on. So, so yeah, what's your pet hate then? Have you got one? Uh, oh, you obviously it, got loads. <laughs> it's been my pet hate. This has been my pet hate for ages, this, right? So um, in my job, I have to email quite a lot. Just generally, we email a lot all the time. Um, and so my name's Graham, spelt the Scottish way. So G-R-A-E-M-E. My email address has Graham in it. I always sign off with best wishes, Graham. Many thanks, Graham. Cheers, Graham, depending on the formalities. And even people that know me reply, hi, Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M. It's tw- <laughs> there in front of you twice, right? And it's not a big thing, but it gets on your nerves. Like, just <laughs> take a bit of time to read. I, do you know what? It's one thing I make sure I never do to anyone else because it just winds me up so yeah. much. And uh, I, yeah. I get that as I get that as well because my name's Brett and it's just got one T in it for I don't know 
if it's meant to be spelt like that or not, but everybody puts two T's. Even some of my best mates put two T's when they're replying to me. It, yeah. It, they should know by now. Well, to be honest, it's our parents' fault. Let's have it right. Did they yeah, not think they in the 80s both right that in the this is going to cause a problem? My mum my and dad did buy edging like, with this. Right? So another thing that this is about, like, it's all coming out now, right? This is my childhood coming to the surface, right? So they, did they not think when they were spelling it the Scottish way? We lived. I was born in England, right? So why did they spell it the Scottish way with me growing up in England? But the other thing that used to get my goat, right? And it's actually, we'll talk about something else in a minute, but they used to moan at me because I wasn't talking properly, right? So they decided to bring me up in the southeast of England and they used to talk, moan at me and have a go at me because I don't have a Scottish accent. Like, <laughs> what did you expect? And actually, where I grew up was quite a rough part of where we, you know, our town. So you, you're a product of your environment, right? It's just crazy. Anyway, uh, I did, I, I've, I've named my children very um, conventional names with conventional spellings. But uh, yeah. just, just moving nicely on there, we're just talking about accents and pet hates um we put a pic we put pictures up of our our pets in the week so you got to put the your dog up your bulldog and um i put my cat up and what was clear is that cats uh, are not as popular as dogs very clearly no, poor, people poor hate, hate cats don't they by the looks of it on that do you know what right <laughs> people cat lovers don't hate dogs but dog lovers hate cats because they yeah. don't trust them <laughs> they don't trust no. them right but uh but cat cat lovers do also like dogs. I think you can't really hate dogs, can you? You know, unless it's got an attitude problem or something like that. But uh, that's we're talking very specific dogs then, right? But it got us thinking, right? Going back to accents and pet hate. Do pets have accents, right? <laughs> so you think it can't? Accents can't be exclusive to human beings surely so you know most most pets and animals communicate with each other they communicate with us do they communicate in local dialects so one I thing is so. they've got to. you've got to yeah like for instance like one thing one of um our friends uh they basically um because there's a bit of a shortage of uh puppies and uh, kittens and stuff like that and this particular friend she wanted to um rescue a cat it was really important it was a rescue cat rather than you know from a kitten uh which is good you know that's what we did with ours but um there's a shortage in the area and so they got this um cat from a romanian charity so does this cat speak romanian does it have a romanian meow <laughs> like <laughs> surely because you know, previously, if it's rescued, it's probably had an owner, and that owner's got to be communicating it with to it in Romanian. So surely this thing only understands Romanian or food, right? So there's got to be, and even if it's learning the lingo in the UK, right? Even if it's learning basic English, it's going to have a Romanian tang, surely. Twang, tw tang, twang, twang. That's twang. the word, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So um, I think so, definitely. My, um, my dog was born in South London, so I'm pretty sure it's got a strong Cockney bark. Well, I don't know, because it does Cockney, the Cockney accent don't exist anymore, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> maybe not, yeah, maybe not. So, I mean, how old's your dog? About four, isn't she? Yeah, Three, four, four, yeah. Yeah, so she's probably in the new generation, which are quite, it's quite straight talk up there now, isn't it? So, in South oh, London. Oh, yeah. So, not, so you've got to think about the road, then. 
Yeah, yeah. You've got to think about the generational thing as well. So, uh, you see, my, I have no idea about the history of my cat. His name's Hector. So, I expect he's got some sort of Spanish heritage. I don't know. So, I'd like to think that he's got a, uh, like, a, he's got, I think, definitely a high pitched Spanish accent, but speaks English. It, well, he has an English meow. So, but it's got, like, the Queen's not, got corn. Like Manuel from Murphy's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, by the way, the Queen's just got two new corgis this week, actually. It's keeping this very topical. So, those corgis have got to have the poshest bark ever. Like, you know, it has to. You know, Queen's English and all that. So, uh, it's a scary thought. And is there a hierarchy as well amongst the animals like, because of the way they speak? Because you can get judged on the way you speak, can't you? Do they judge each yeah. other because of their, their accents? <laughs> so... Uh, all yeah, I've got it, in my head, head now is different dogs coming up in my head and what accents they have. <laughs> Love to meet a, 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 a like Whippet from Yorkshire with a, yeah. with a Yorkshire accent. Excellent. Or, or a Mancunian um, Labrador or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, this is going to be a bit off track. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, just if you've got any ideas on that, send them in. We'll, we'll, happily, uh, we'll happily give it some thought. And it's, it's a serious conversation. Well, so, Send us a picture of your your pet, and we'll tell you what accent it's got. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah that that's 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 the task for the week. Send us in your pictures of your of your pets, and then uh, yeah, we'll we'll guess we'll guess where it's from by what accent we think. It's from. <laughs> oh, anyway, right. So um, that's good. So I've got to contain myself now a little bit, get myself together a bit. <laughs> But this this shows that we're getting to be serious broadcasters now. We're talking about hot topics here. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Moving on. Right. So right. I put I put so, a question up this week, didn't I? So if you yeah, want to read out the, the question and the answers. Uh, was it uh, which bands did your parents introduce you to? Yeah, like all band or you listen to? Yeah, yeah, band yeah, or you've gone yeah. on, that you've gone on to love. So not just yeah, to, yeah just like actually it, it becomes as good with with you as it did with them sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. What we what we got? Uh, again, it was sort of Fleetwood Mac. Uh, someone said Abba. <laughs> uh, there is there's quite a few that everyone's entitled to their own opinions. Remember I said that. Last yeah. Week? I guess so. Um, who else was there? There was Queen. There was David Bowie. Uh, there was so many. Beautiful South was one, wasn't it? That was from one of our Yeah, that mates. was it. Beautiful South, yeah. Strange one, that one. I, I, you think that we was, um, we said at the time, you think, are they a little bit of a novelty act or anything? They're actually pretty good. And actually, what came off the sort of offshoots of, uh, or what, what, like the House Martins were sort of before them and they sort of, reformed into beautiful self and obviously you had fat boy slim with the house martins and all that sort of stuff so they're, they're a decent band actually i i laughed at that at first um and i thought actually i'll give them that so um but yeah did we say did you say the clash and the jam was said as well yeah that, yeah that, someone said that yeah clash jam yeah 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 what could you say about them legends isn't they legends of their yeah, their craft it, yeah. so um obviously I think the Clash were probably fulfilled. The Jam could have been bigger, I reckon, than they were, but they sort of got a cult following, haven't they? So, um, mm. so mate, that's probably the best how it was kept. 
yeah, yeah, I think for me, like for uh, to be fair, right? Um, I I was massively influenced by um, my dad's taste in music, and at the time, I hated it. So when I was a kid, constantly there was music on in the car. Like we, um, he like have things like he, he bought. You know, grew up in the '60s, so it's all '60s stuff mainly. Um, things like Neil Diamond, which literally made my ears bleed at the time. I didn't know why he was making me listen to this. But then I, as I grew up, I think, bloody hell, right? That guy's a genius, actually. And, you know, some yeah. of the songs he wrote that he didn't even really make big and all that sort of stuff. Um, my dad, my dad, I mean, dismiss my mum on this. Uh, you have to forgive her. She's from Scotland, as I said. So she really likes um, Wet, Wet, Wet. That's the sort of stuff she was into. So I didn't really have much of an influence from my mum. But my dad, um, so he was always... Um, he couldn't just tell me this is good going into it. He'd drum it into me to the point where with the Beatles, he took me to Liverpool to just show me around all the places and all that. And um, we went to the Beatles experience and all that sort of stuff. So my education about the Beatles was like, I probably knew more than anyone else in my class at school. And it was so important that I learned that. Actually, I started loving the Beatles straight away. And obviously with Oasis after that, it sort of clicked in. Um, We'll talk about Fleetwood Mac more in a second because that was a not so much. He introduced them to me when I was a bit older. But another one's the Kinks. The Kinks, he, he lived in Muswell Hill when he moved, first moved from Scotland, so uh, where the Davis brothers were from. And um, I loved them. He didn't really need to try hard to get me into them. Like He had them on all the time. And they're just so different. In the, Every song with the Kinks is different. Um, you think about like Lola compared to You Really Got Me. Um, or then you've got Waterloo Sunset and all that. I mean, the lyrics are just genius. The songs are really easy to play on guitar, by the way. They're really simple songs. But just the tone and the lyrics are just amazing. And I've been to see Ray Davis um, lots of times. It's a shame they never got back together properly. But um seen mm. him loads of times. And for one of the old school, he is he just a genius. So if you haven't seen him, just go and see him. He puts on a really good show. Uh, but yeah, so for me... More than it's more than one. The Beatles definitely. I I just I love the Beatles so much. Like I went to New York a couple of years ago. Went to where Lennon was shot and Strawberry Fields was next to it, and um, it was moving. It was really moving. Like what I thought as I was standing, probably where the shooter was, uh, was like that Buddy Holly song, "The Day the Music Died." It must have felt like that at the time because he was just probably the biggest star in the world, or one of them at least, and probably the most respected songwriter in the world at the time and it was just just taken but, but two guys together were geniuses so so the Beatles for me Kinks and Fleetwood Mac but we'll talk about them in a second because I think you've got, yeah. you you want to talk about Fleetwood Mac as well didn't you yeah Fleet well my my dad was Fleetwood Mac mad really from growing up listening to loads of that Michael and Mechanics um New Order weirdly he had a New Order album but I didn't appreciate it at all at the time when I was younger I was probably only 10 or something when you yeah. had, not even that maybe yeah not even 10 I was Do eight, you know what? Seven when I was eight. a kid um, Blue Monday was a theme tune to something was it a clove show or something like that wasn't it do you remember the clove show on it was on a Sunday on BBC One something like that that's where I knew that song from I didn't really know anything <laughs> about New Order when I was a kid and you would you, you associate them with well, when I was younger, you associate them with the 1990 World Cup song, yeah. Well, uh, World Emotion, World Emotion. yeah, yeah. What a tune, 
It, it, didn't, it, it didn't even feel like a football song, really, did it? So No, um, no. Just, and that's and it's, it's quite strange hearing them sing a song like that when you've heard Joy Division in the past and nothing's like that song. Do you know what? Really? I, know we, I know we talked about um, 24-hour party people last week uh, in quite a lot of depth, and but just focusing on New Order and Joy Division, I think that was the only way they could do it. Because Joy mm. Division was such a unique band, um, and Ian Curtis was such a unique frontman and unique singer, and the, you know the, the the songs were um, quite melancholy, obviously, and all that sort of stuff. To, to to after he did what he did, to go back and try and recreate that would have just been a disaster, I think. So I think what they did was a massively brave move in the music. You know I mean, that he could have gone down like a lead balloon. Um, yeah. but they sort of brought this dance into it and, and actually there were foundations for a whole movement in Manchester weren't they at the mm. time so, yeah, well. um, you know and I know that obviously the two have had their differences and it's sort of gone to pieces now but they they were they, they were very innovative in what they did there and mm. you know, hats off to them and great band great band I'd, yeah um, so, yeah that, that was my influences as, as a kid and obviously the Beatles were there Queen in the background, probably as well. Just all... oh yeah, I forgot to say Queen. Yeah. Really, my dad yeah. weren't really into them that much, but they were always around, weren't they? That it was like yeah. they transcended generations. Um, I think I said the the first proper album I ever bought which actually was Queen when I was about nine or ten, something like that. And um, mm. I still love it. I still love them now as much as I did then, really. Uh, but yeah. talking about Fleetwood Mac, so my my parents both introduced me to Fleetwood Mac. Uh, when I was a bit older, I was about 15, 16. I mean, I obviously heard their songs. They were huge songs. But I didn't really know much about them. and Because I played guitar an awful lot in my teenage years. And Lindsey Buckingham, he, he caught my eye because he doesn't play with a plectrum. So like how he does that, I'll never know. And like the solo on um, Go Your Own Way, um, that's a massive solo. His hands must be like in pieces after he does it every single yeah. time. But anyway, so that's what caught my eye a little bit as a, um, as a teenager. Um, and then I started listening to them and then I watched a documentary on them and I found out obviously their story, their story is absolutely crazy. And once you know their background, you appreciate those songs so much more because you know, like uh, go your own way was, if I've got this right, Lindsay Buckingham's song about Stevie Nicks. And then the response to that was dreams, I think from Stevie Nicks about Lindsay Buckingham. And they all went out of each other. They all married with each other and they all like cheated on each other with each other and had these affairs and all that sort of stuff. And in those songs, you've got the tension. And when you look live, um, you can see the tension on stage as well a little bit. And there's a, it's just crazy. So that is an answer for that question and the one earlier for me. And obviously, yeah. I posted this week about the there was a, an article that uh, Mick Fleetwood has been in contact again with Lindsay Buckingham. And I know he was ill a couple of years ago because they did a world tour a couple of years ago. And we decided not to go to see him at Wembley because he wasn't there. And we were saying this a little bit about Oasis last week. We wanted it all or nothing. So we felt the same about that. Um, so well, there, if, there he's, could... if, 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 if he is a, recon a reconciliation, uh, I'll definitely be going to see them, I think. A hundred percent. And I think another one, you know, they're getting, they're getting on a bit. If we don't do it now, we'll probably never get a chance. That's the yeah. thing. 
So if that happens, you know, fingers crossed. It's, a, it's, it's amazing what lockdown's done for people in many ways. So there's positives to come out of it as well. If they're, if they're speaking terms now, then Mick Fleetwood said he'd be open to it. Lindsay Buckingham said he'd be open to it. It's whether, like, obviously Stevie Nicks is, is going to um, bury her differences. They'll probably just do it for the money, wouldn't they? But I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I just <laughs> want to see them. You know, so yeah, um, their shows look amazing. They did. They did tour at the O2 about. They did a couple of gigs at the O2 five or six years ago. But as I said before, I'm not really interested in gigs in arenas. Um, it just, you know, they could like, they could sell Wembley out easily, couldn't they? E- e- easily. easily. I, I think they'd be better in a park situation at High Park or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Actually. So I mean, they played there before, and so I think if we could go and catch them somewhere like that, or the Bowl in um, Milton Keynes or somewhere, that would be amazing. So fingers crossed. Um, f- fingers crossed, it happens. Um, just seem to be all we talk about reunions, don't we? Yeah, we do. Oh, going, you just said you'd, they'd be better off in a park. You put out a question earlier, of, earlier in the week. What one? Because you put the, the best venue for a, a gig. I, ne- I didn't see the. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, um, it was actually, because we talked about this, I think, the first week, didn't we? So it was good to get other people's take on it. It was, it was lots of people voted on this, by the way. So, all through the week, because it all through the story, it, it, it was the park venue, pretty yeah. much. But then we started to get more and more votes. So arena, no one really voted for that. Um, stadium, quite a few people, but it was more small venues. Which okay, um, that's interesting. As I say, it was. It's not my favourite. I do like a small gig, like you know, the right band for the right venue. But for me, it's park venues. But yeah, the, the consensus was small venues. So okay. um, So yeah, it was interesting. So. Um, hmm. Yeah, I I voted park gig. I just think just I just think on it's we have the best time at those gigs, don't we? Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. It's just that's just what it comes down to. It's not really about anything like sophisticated about it. It's nothing to do with acoustics and stuff like that. Because t- at times we'd be I remember when we went to watch the Foo Fighters at Hyde Park years ago, the sound was shocking. I mean, we was in the front of the golden circle bit, and I had a normal conversation with my mate. In front of a speaker, and that was how bad the sound was. Must be yeah. something to do with the um, the wind or something like that. Um, but we still had a bloody brilliant time. It doesn't matter so much, does it? That's the thing. No, I like being outside. I think there's more there's more people to have a laugh with about as well. Like there's more. Everyone's there to just have a laugh Every, when you're out. Everyone's more drunk. That's what you're saying. Yeah, that's it. Because <laughs> yeah. they've been drinking all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, including us. So um, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, that was mine. But uh, as I say, I don't. I'm not dismissing small venues. I love them. So uh, yeah, cool. So um, I uh, we want to. Oh, I don't ever want to do this, but we we might as well talk about Arsenal. All right, we'll finish the music now. Let's talk about Arsenal briefly. Um, all positive this morning. Thinking it would be nice. So we came off the back of a a three-one win last week. Brilliant game as well. Actually, last week I thought. We showed steel and character. And then we have today, which we came out well. And then we threw it away. I just, uh, <laughs> I don't really want to talk about everyone this, but it's just so, in my opinion, right? And I don't want to cling on to, like, I don't want to start sounding like a Liverpool fan or a Man United fan, but um, we were robbed with that handball. But how does VAR look at yeah. that handball that, you know, the Pepe volley? And it hit that, you know, VAR did its job there. Fair enough. It, it didn't hit his hand, it hit his shoulders. So they yeah. look at that. He gets his red card out straight away as well, but they didn't look at the other handball. I just I I don't get it. I don't get it. It was, and I think 
Joe Cole might have said, oh, his hand was in a natural position. It wasn't. His hand was in, a, in a, an unnatural position in the area. So oh. I think we were robbed. But at the end of the day, we didn't get the job done. Um, no, you should. Uh, we should. If we wanted to be serious, we should be putting three or four past Burnley, to be honest, anyway. With, you know, with, so we're, it's our own, it's our own fault. Yeah. I thought tactically we was a bit naive today. I mean, he brought Pepe on. Um, I I think the problem with Pepe is very, very obvious. He's so left-footed that when he's on the right, he gives the defender an extra second to set themselves because he has to cut back to his left foot every time. Yeah. Right. He did have a bad game today, by the way. I thought when he came on, he did really well, apart from that city he missed because he's only got a left foot. Either you've got to be taking out <laughs> your right foot all day long, haven't you? But yeah. in the games he's been on the left, and let's face it, Aubameyang can play on the right easy. He can play anywhere and he'll do a good job. So the games that Pepe's been on the left, he's destroyed defences. So why are mm. we still putting him on the right? I, I don't get it. I, it's, it's quite a new thing. Um, we sound like our dads again, but um, you're left-footed, you play on the left. It's much more effective. Yeah, I think that's the issue there. But do you know what? We did we did a job last week at Leicester. We were a much better side than Burnley. And then we mm. go to Burnley and that happens. Uh, but that's so Arsenal. That's so Arsenal. One good result and then you think, yes, we're getting back. You know, we're, we're going to go on a run now. And then you go to you go to somewhere like Burnley and you throw yeah. you throw a lead away. And then if you give Burnley anything to hold on to, they will they will defend for their lives. They're just they're just shit houses, isn't they? The lot of them. I mean that that Peters. Oh my god. He didn't do anything wrong. He did, I just hate him. <laughs> Apart from the handball. Um but they're yeah, just horrible. They're just horrible. Just, just, you know why not? That's what. That's how they stay in the Premier League. You know that's the, the, what they haven't yeah. got the resources that the other clubs have. But everyone no, knows it. what they're like. So why do we go and play into their hands like that? And we haven't even spoke about the bloody goal that we gave away. What? No. That's a shambles. Absolute shambles. It's unforgivable. These are professional footballers. Like my oldest son plays football a lot, and. He's 12, right? And he's been playing since he's about seven. One of the first things... He's a winger, right? So he's not a defender. But one of the first things he was taught, do not pass across your own goal if you're in your box. Just don't do it. Right? Yeah. So what's Shaka doing? What's Leno doing? Giving him the ball when they're not getting him back in the goal. I just... It's just crazy. It's just... Yeah. You... Oh, well, roll, roll on Thursday, Olympiacos, and we're trying... Yeah, what we say about it. So we played them last year, actually, didn't we? Um... They knocked yeah, us knocked out, us out. Yeah. and left us with the gift of COVID. So, uh, <laughs> didn't they? Didn't they uh, wasn't it their chairman had it or something? Well, there was a few of them had it. And then, something like that, yeah. But the time, and then bloody got to the couple of weeks later and everyone had it for us and included our manager. And, and that's, think, that's yeah, what shut football, that's one of the first one things that shut football down, wasn't it? I think when Arteta got, got COVID and then yeah. that, that was it then. We suddenly took it seriously then, didn't we? Like, you know, when it's affecting, yeah. you know, Premier League football, which is still a big money generator and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so I, who knows? I know nothing about them really. All I know is they've got Socrates in their side. He'll probably, you know, play a blinder on Thursday. I mean, he's a good player. He's just too slow for our league these days. He's a bit old now, but he's a good player. So, um, but we should know all about him. Where, what is yeah, the is it? Yeah. Are we away first on Thursday? I think we are, aren't we? Yeah, I think we are. Yeah. So we weirdly played there. Last game in yeah, Europe, I believe, yeah, because yeah, of, we, did. we weren't allowed in, in Portugal and uh, Benfica weren't allowed in London. So, got to go back there now. At least we've, we've played there and we, we're used to it, I guess. I mean, we sh- we should be steamrolling them. 
We should be. Yeah. Well, we we played him a lot in the past, actually, in the Champions League and stuff. Um, the good old days when we was in the Champions League, and um, we put like five or six passes to them on occasions. So we should beat him. And actually, <clears throat> I think Arteta's got no choice now. We're out of everything else. Just go for broke on this. Um, you know, this is a cup we could win, get into the Champions League next season and all that. So, um, so yeah, just in summary, bit disappointed, encouraging start to the week. And listen, right, if you'd say the one-all draw before the game away at Burnley, it's not the end of the world. It's just the manner it ha- in which it happened. Mm. Um, it's just annoying, just annoying. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, that's probably it for another week now, isn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting better at it. We we seem to have at least ironed out our um, technical challenges, but we'll see what happens when we listen back. The the pen hasn't been anywhere near me today, so hopefully it's (laughs) helped. So, so yeah. So, keep the feedback coming. As I said last week about the bands and sending us their music and that, we're not ignoring it. We're listening to it. We just want to get a few under our belt first and... um, get good at this before we start playing music and stuff like that all right so keep sending them in keep keep chatting to us and sharing if you like what you're hearing just share it out there just to obviously get tell people to give us a follow give us a listen and all that sort of stuff it um it is appreciated it, it is appreciated by us and um yeah all good so it's good to chat to you all as well we said at the beginning it's really good to chat to you all um we do try and catch up with as many people as we can yeah. um because as i said right back at the start this is what it's about it's about building a little um, community amongst us all. We, all. we all like the same stuff and all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's great. It's uh, just a bit of a laugh. So, um, yeah. yeah. What are you, it's what really you good. To? I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I know you ask me this every time. Yeah, yeah, it's important. I want to know. What you got for dinner? Right. Um, so I'm making homemade kebabs. Oh, yeah? I've got some. Ah. Yeah, I'll send, <laughs> oh, I'll send you the recipe. Honestly, it, what, it should what? be good. What sort of kebab is it? Lamb. So you get lamb mince and then you put it in a, oh, what? the spices and everything and then cook it and make a proper like lamb donut. Oh, okay. I've done um, the sheesh kebabs with chicken sheesh and stuff. That's quite easy on the barbecue and stuff. Isn't yeah, it? that's good, but, yeah. But you had, you had steak last night, so that um, that inspired me because I, I, I love a steak. And that's why I was at Bobby's okay. Butcher's today, actually, to get some steaks. So I've got steaks tonight. So uh, nice. looking forward to that. So next week we're um, we're thinking about getting a guest on. We might get a guest on. Um, not going to say who at this stage because we're still sorting it out. But um, if we do, we do. If we don't, we don't. But hopefully we'll get someone on um, who you all like to talk to, uh, listen to. Sorry. Excellent. Well, I will catch up with you next week and uh, enjoy your homemaker babs. Cheers. Enjoy the rest Until of your weekend. Next week. Take care. See you later, mate.